Merry Christmas, everybody. Good to see everybody. I, I, I went, let's see, about 10.58, there were like four people in here. So I thought we were going to have a cozy Christmas. Um, so good to see you guys. I'm going to make this quick because I have some toys to put together. And um, so I'm sure you do have some plans and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm going to read the fourth lesson in your bulletin. It comes from... Uh, Luke's second chapter, uh, verses 8 through 20. And it's okay if the kids cry and make noise. I grew up with church like that, so. Um, we have some ushers to take the kids out if they start acting too bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. The mother come down the aisle with one hand, like. It's a different day when they take your kids away now, you know. Don't touch my children. Luke 2nd chapter, beginning at verse 8. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day In the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them In her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the third reading, fourth. This morning, we're going to take a quick look at. Y'all want to sing first? We'll sing twice. It makes sense after this is done. Today we're going to talk about a Christmas carol. A Christmas carol. Caroling, or more formally known as wassailing, they used to dance and all at one point, y'all, was popular in 17th century England and Bulgaria, where groups would go singing from home to home with expectation, get this, that they would get something. That as they sung, they get food or, or money. Mr. Charles, those kids singing, money for, for stuff and candy snacks. But some take the origins of Carolyn and singing about the nativity, the, the birth of God and human flesh as a baby. That the first Christmas carol or caroling actually happened here in a field to shepherds who watch their flocks at night. And like them, as we sing together, as we sing about Christ, as we carol, we are invaded 
informed and invited by the Lord to sing. Let's face it, songs, singing, are by far the most invading form of human expression. Singing invades our space because we can't help it coming into our ears automatically, picked up with it, the, the rhythm of words, it gets right in. You, you get that knock at the door, and boom, they start and deck the halls with, you know, whatever. You're trying to shop, and there it goes. You can't stop it. Jingle bells. Jing- Singing is invading as it should be and as it was in its message to these shepherds. They were afraid, the Bible says, because this was close encounters of the third kind. Just come down, and none of these guys had ever seen a sci-fi movie. So there are shepherds standing guard in fear that they and what they are over and what defines them will be lost by a wild animal or a thief. It is the nature of their job as shepherds to to be alert and evasive. They are rightly guarded because there is danger in the darkness. Singing is made for evasive people, for guarded people, for folk who have done everything to not be bothered, who live in darkness and fear and insecurity, that all they have and all that is weak in them and broken in them and takeable from them will be lost if someone or something breaks in. Like these shepherds, we live our lives on constant guard. And we must keep our doors and ears and hearts closed because there's danger out there. You you can lose your job if you don't hold it close and and work it hard. You will be found out and all that is bad about you and weak about you and, and be crushed and eaten if you don't guard and protect it, right? Here's the point. You and I are trapped and bound protecting and guarding our lives. Like these shepherds are protecting their lives. And boom, a song invades. It gets behind our defenses. It it knocks at the doors of our hearts with its rhythm, with melodic lines and the words that find a place that makes sense and it won't leave us. God has chosen, chosen in his communication not only in the holidays, but throughout redemptive history, throughout this Bible, to invade the hearts and lives of his people with song, with a won't leave you alone or, or leave you easily breakthrough of a, of a harmonic truth that speaks to your condition wherever you are, whoever you are. The songs of God's redemption can get in and find you and stay with you. And in that, the songs, especially at Christmas, describe the mission and meaning of Christ's coming. He doesn't ask for an invitation to come into your life. He invades it. Jesus' coming was an invasion into our everyday dark life. He, he is an invasion into all we try to protect and can't. Jesus is a beautiful, harmoniously audacious, and constructively catchy and catching Savior. But the song, the carol, is not only about invading, it is informing. Informing. How do you know it's Christmas time apart from the calendar? Because those dumb songs start up, right? You go into the store, and it tells you, Christmas time is here. Have a holly jolly Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. What time is it? 
in my, on, in my car, on my job, in the grocery store, in the bathroom, in the elevator. It has told you your whole world cause of songs has turned into uh, and been changed into the North Pole. You can almost expect to see some little people and talking animals to show up. Your whole view and attitude changes through songs. They inform you. It changes the way you see what you see and act like you act and view what you view. Everything through song now looks green and red. Listen up, loud and obnoxiously clear. It's Christmas. Not get with it, but guess what? If you didn't know, you are in it. Okay, for these shepherds, it's just a regular old night on the job. Another third shift job. It's just another dark night. It's another high anxiety, fear of what you can't see that can possibly take all your worth and wealth away night, right? Or another night of boredom. Another night of, man, I am a bad shepherd because every time I nod off, I'm expecting something to go wrong. Another night of dreams of, you know, I'm not going to be a shepherd long. I'm going to own my own sweater factory one day. You know how the third shift is if you never worked it. Another old night for someone who used to own the factory and got caught embezzling funds. Or another old night for the dropout or ex-offender or underachiever or discriminated against. And this is the only job they could get at night who trapped in their, people who work at night trapped in part by their sin. Muse all night about freeing themselves from disappointment. That burden of letting themselves and family and God down. Another old night of 40 years as a shepherd who used to dream that he wouldn't be lower middle class, disrespected part of society. Third shift, never seen, overlooked, much need, an underappreciated and paid person. Just another old regular night of the human fallen condition. And an angel knocks on the door of the night sky. And the heavens open up with some information that changes just a regular old night and all the possibilities of the night and all the bondages and fears. And by the invasion of the song, these shepherds' lives are informed and changed forever. Nothing will ever be the same for them again. What was because these angels were singing and caroling is no longer here. What time is it? What day is it? It is the day of salvation, a life and world change and the very nature of the song says this ain't regular this is super for your regular this is excellent news for you it moves you to what is really going on and happening which is this salvation has come to the earth light has come to darkness forgiveness has come for your sins justice and freedom and healing and community the song is now the truth about you and the world It's on loudspeaker, and it tells you how you should see your life and what and why you should sing. Like Christmas tells you, it's time to buy gifts. The message to sinners like these shepherds and me and you is that sin is forgiven, and now you have a gift in Jesus Christ. And it is the nature and truth of the song of salvation, like the Christmas carol, to invade and inform, but finally... To invite. When people start singing these songs, or you start hearing them on the radio, you know what's going to happen. Even the most Scrooge of us all, I consider myself that way, till about the third day in, you're going to catch yourself singing. <laughs> 
or thinking about singing those dumb songs, humming them along. You're just walking, trying to be mad at the world. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> How'd that get in there? Rudolph the Red Nose. I even feel stupid singing it. The song, the carol is designed for you to join in. Easy for you to jump in and sing along. That's why Pastor Giorgio got the gig to sing up here a few years ago. Because Christmas songs are easy to sing. We've been singing the same thing for years. It's made for people who can't sing. You can cover it up. It's an invitation. It's, it's nature to sing along. The Bible tells us in our reading that when these shepherds heard the song, when they went and visited and it confirmed what the angels were saying, the Bible says they left glorifying and praising God. They have joined into the caroling, and the caroling has joined into their lives. Get this. These guys should be taking the first shift hours in their third shift jobs to stand on the corner with a 40 in a bag and, and talk about how the world is keeping them down. They should be in at home between sleep and wake, licking their wounds while watching sleazy daytime television. They should be soaking and hiding since they, were, they smelled and were hated by mainline people. They weren't going to the malls in their work clothes. And these same men get invited to see God and with that to sing about God. They join their very lives, the refrain of their lives to the chorus of God's praise. I remember when... Uh, we Are the World came out. Y'all remember that song? Quincy Jones? How many different voices were in that thing? How does Bruce Willis... You can't even understand what he's saying, one comedian said. What is Bruce Willis saying? Who knows? Got Michael Jackson singing? Got Cindy Lauper singing all these voices? How did he make it work? Because Quincy Jones is a genius. He can make anybody sound good together. The Lord is calling us from a diverse background, with all your issues, with all your problems, to bring the verse of your life, to bring the verse, verses of your issues and join them in with the message of salvation in Jesus Christ. And then together sing the chorus, and the chorus is clear. There is salvation and freedom and love and life for sinners through Jesus Christ. Do you know what the refrain or chorus, that part you repeat, was originally called? The burden. The burden. What is the carol about? What is the Christmas carol about? Bringing your song and allowing the burden of your issues to fall on Christ. Let him answer it all. Come and sing. Lift your voices to the Lord. Lift, lift your lives to the Lord. Christ has taken the burden. We sing the one chorus of salvation through him. The Christmas carol.